Dum Dum Radio. Welcome to Dum Dum Radio. <laughs> Dum Dum Radio. I am the music editor of Dum Dum Zine. My name is Julia Gibson, and I'm here with my fellow dummies. If you guys want to introduce yourselves. Oh, yeah. This is Rose. I'm managing editor of Dum Dum Zine. And I'm Talene, publisher of Dum Dum Zine. Yay. And who's that? Oh, that's little Lilu over there. <laughs> Lilu's here as well. Lilu the angel pup. Dumb mascot. <laughs> She's our mascot. She's our executive cuteness coordinator. I don't know. Cuteness content coordinator? Yeah. Sure. It's cuteness executive officer. She's the CEO. Oh. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm saying. But um, yeah, welcome to our podcast. Dum Dum Zine has traditionally been an art and lit zine, and now we are branching out. We're going to explore a new medium. We are podcasting and here we are here we are we've been working all day on some really cool things that we're excited to share that are coming up this year it's already february but we have done a lot of things not to brag but (laughs) we've been very busy this year so far um so we're looking forward to sharing all of that stuff with you guys um but in the meantime since this is our first podcast episode and um we are just introducing ourselves to this new medium, we figured it might be a good opportunity to tell our listeners the story of Dum Dum Zine, give our own oral history straight from the dummy's mouth of how we came to be, how we got where we are today, sitting on these extremely comfortable couches, (laughs) full of burger lords, talking about... Not sponsored. (laughs) If they want to throw us some ad money, I wouldn't be mad about it. But... um, it's the first episode, and I'm like, who wants to sponsor us? Who wants to send us some burgers? <laughs> yeah, burgers. The, only, the only rule we have is no ads on the site. But <laughs> I won't take an ad on the site, but I will take a tofu in my nugget. Mouth. Yeah. In my mouth. <laughs> so um, I am, well, not the latest edition, but of the three of us, I am the latest edition. So I figured maybe, Tolene, we could start with you, since you are the creator of Dum Dum Zine. Oh, wow. So the origin story. Let's hear it. Shall we? Oh, damn. So I was living in Chicago. I'm originally from LA. I was writing about bands in New York. I was working for a magazine during the day and writing about bands at night. And then the recession happened. (laughs) And so I started... Uh, going to school again and writing about bands while I went to school and during that time I found that it became increasingly difficult to pitch publications because they were falling out from under us they were shuddering and it was the case for myself uh, my my fellow writer friends and we just weren't able to find a home for our for our work anymore and so I decided to build build a platform Uh, to uplift the voices of my fellow community members, artists, punks, queers. And that's how the idea for Dum Dum Zine came about. And so I made it. (laughs) She did. Yeah. What was that 
process like? Like, how did you go from the idea to actually creating something like physical? Obviously, the first issue was a broadside, but yeah. like, what was that process like? Yeah. So I was just fueled by angst and uh, <laughs> feelings of the obscurity, and had all this writing and realized that the energy I spent pitching publications, I could spend creating one. And so I collected all my freelance money from, uh, I don't remember how long I was collecting it up, but I had $400. And that was enough money to make a run of 2,000 broadsides. That was the minimum, mm -hmm. 2,000. It was this like old school printing press in, in Illinois, which wasn't too far from where I lived at the time, not too far from Chicago. Uh, so I started collecting submissions for it and I emailed all my friends who made stuff, basically. I, I emailed all my friends in New York, Chicago, and LA and asked them if they wanted to submit. I had uh, a manifesto I was working on at that point, so I would send that around just so that people would know what kind of vibe we were going for. and. It was always like a hybrid literary vibe and a medium mixing vibe. And that was the work I was creating at the time and a lot of my friends were creating at the time. So the first issue came through mostly by submissions from friends as well as people that I met in the, in the zine scene in Chicago, in the punk scene in Bushwick in New York. And then my friends from school in LA. And that fit up the front and back of a 17 by 22 broadside. That was issue one of Dum Dum Zine. <laughs> That's such a cool like solution to a problem. You know what I mean? Like I always think of good ideas as being solutions to existing problems or like creative solutions to existing problems. And it seems like you guys really took an opportunity that presented itself to you and made something really unique and cool out of it, but then also that could like grow and change with you as you got older and that wanted to create different things. And that's something that um, would be interesting. I think I would love to hear you talk about too. Like you said, mixing mediums or like changing formats with every issue. Um, and I'd love to hear about like how you started with a broadside and then how did that idea for like changing mediums come about and like, how did that transition happen? Well, I'm a Sagittarius moon, very restless. And so I knew I, I didn't want to commit to a single medium because I had so many ideas. Right. I could already, well, I figured if I wasn't willing to be boxed in by what publications at the time wanted, listicles, whatever, just standard reviews, which we still have never published a review on the site. I'm so proud of us. <laughs> uh, we just don't believe in and reviews up here in Dum Dum Zine, we just want to bolster work and give it give it visibility in more generative ways. Not that reviews aren't valuable, they're just not us. And so, to backtrack, I just knew I wanted to try, use this as an opportunity to try things that nobody else would let me do. So with the first issue, I decided on a broadside because you know, print was declining at the time and I missed a lot of my big fat magazines. I missed 
how like I think that was 2011 was when Rolling Stone downsized too from their large format and that was a huge bummer and I just remember thinking man like what's gonna happen to magazines this is so scary like I love magazines what are they are they going away and I just remember thinking well like what if this was like the last magazine like what would I want it to look like and I realized I, I wanted it to be this act of walking down the street and seeing a publication in front of my face on the wall and so standing and reading it and a lot of like poets used to publish broadsides too I, I learned through my through my research and there used to be a format for announcing community news as well and probably some other things I'm forgetting uh, years later so that was the inspiration for the first one and we ended up wheat pasting a bunch of them in LA. I had once no I idea. Home. Yeah, once I moved back home to LA, I had 2,000 issues and we had a wheat pasting party. It was great. Nobody got fined. <laughs> <laughs> and from, from then, uh, from then onward, each idea took its format from either, it was either from, based on an idea we already had for a theme, which then later found a a format that was felt appropriate for it or you know one day I woke up woke up and I was like I want to make a fucking issue in a box <laughs> <laughs> so I'm doing it and that's what we did yeah 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 and that's when I met Talleen when she was making an issue in a box that's right yeah I met Dum Dum Zine at an LA Zine Fest hosted Echo Park Rising tabling event oh yeah in 2011 maybe sounds about right or 2012 actually 2012 and it was at the echoplex yeah um and i had just gotten out of school and was really looking for some literary community and um that is when i I saw Dum Dum Zine, was really interested, and just became like a fan. Aww. Just a fan, an appreciator of the work that they were doing, and the work LA Zine Fest was doing, and a number of other zines um, in LA. And in keeping up with them through social media, I, um, I think I submitted, possibly, well, you picked up a box it up prompt. You picked up our issue three prompt. Yes, that's right. So we, you knew that it was going to be a box issue already, right? That's right. That's right. And I just thought the concept was so interesting. It was like nothing that I had seen before yet. So I was super hooked. And I just became a fan. And I just kept like following Talleen and bugging her and like wanting to be her friend. <laughs> <laughs> And like going to her shows. Aww. Oh yeah, did at Mulholland Drive. On Mulholland Drive. Yes. So you met you met me at Los Angeles Road Concerts. It happens every year, I think. It still happens. Oh, that's great. I yeah. haven't been in a bit. Yeah. <laughs> but I was playing with my old band, and you just walked right up to us. Because I had followed you on, I think, social media somewhere, and it said we're gonna be at this event, and I said, and it, and you were having writing prompts and things, and I said, oh, of course, that sounds like something I'd love to do. Oh. So I went, <laughs> and I think I took up like a prompt or something, and and some lady gave us cake. It was a whole deal, and then I just kept in touch with you guys ever since. Yeah. Yeah. 
I also went to one of your shows at the LA Fort. Oh, that's right. Yeah. You were at that show. Yes. Wow. Yeah, so that was that was a bit ago. That was like my third show ever. Yeah. The third time I ever played in front of people. Aww. Yeah. Well, yeah, I was Aww. there. Aww. I was there supporting. Um, and, so, and so from there, we actually, um, I became editorial assistant just from wanting to be involved and insert <laughs> myself into dumb dumb scene. So what happened? Did you apply or did you just like like show up and we were like, hey, do this? I don't <laughs> remember. And I remember meeting with you for like an interview. Oh, oh. <laughs> like an interview. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so like I had just gone out out of college, so every, I like everything had to be like super prim and proper for yeah. me, I thought. And like everything was super casual with you because I had like you were just I thought you were like the coolest person ever. And it just worked out. We just you gave me the position and How could I not? You showed up sassed up. (laughs) I was like, this chick is sassy. You met business. Yeah, totally. And and then from there on I kind of just jumped into issue number three production. Wow. Which was so much fun it was beautiful i like didn't know what i was walking into but i thought it was so awesome i mean the concept had already most of it had already been um established but i remember that there was um you all were still like what i appreciated was you all were still asking for my input and certainly through the submission process as well reading through submissions and whatnot um so i felt really at home um and appreciated and appreciative and so issue three was super big for us yeah Yeah. that was our kickstarter funded issue so that got us through issue three four and five Mm -hmm. and then four was our first perfect film title because we felt like we we had created an entire box we could do a perfect bound traditional book, right. except it wasn't traditional. It had a die cut cover. Each uh, cover was die cut by hand mm-hmm. by an artist in Portland. And then issue five was a postcard book. I love the postcard book. Yeah, we limited submissions. So that was the one where we went most head on with with the criteria for submissions. It was 100 words or less, wow. AKA like an upwards to fit on the back of a postcard. Ah, I see. Mm-hmm. This all predates me, so this is like very exciting for me to hear. Yeah. Because <laughs> I know some of it, but I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. And here you are on Team Dumb leading this podcast. Exactly. <laughs> I guess the way I met you guys was I responded to an advertisement. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's right. I responded to a Facebook like call out asking for um, a music staffer, and I realized that I had been aware of you guys just from you know, zine community. Um, well, that's right because Long Beach has a yes. huge zine scene. I live in Long Beach, yeah. and um, I remember reading the like listing. I was like, oh, we're looking for a music staffer. We want someone to join the team, and I was like, I like music. I had been I had been writing about music and you know just as a hobby really at that point and um yeah so I responded and then I remember I did that like test run for you guys oh yeah (laughs) was I don't know if that was before or after I met you but I went to that sex stains and girl pool show at the echoplex 
and I took photos and I wrote about it and I was like, is this okay? And you guys were like, yeah, come meet us at um, Semi-Tropic, Semi-tropic yeah, which I had never been to and I was like, oh, so cool. Like I drove up. <laughs> I too was like, I knew you guys were cool and I was like, okay, what do I do? And instead of going prim and proper, I was like, I have a single earring with a tooth on it. And <laughs> that's cool right so I like wore my tooth earring and I was like this will give them the impression that like I am neat you knew us already I did but then I showed up and you guys looked all fresh with your laptops and you were neat like going tooth, through submissions dude. <laughs> neat, neat that's a neat tooth I really wish you had said that cool, cool teeth. Cool teeth. I love a cool tooth <laughs> I should wear that more often. Please. I don't know where that tooth went. <laughs> it's so gross because there's only the one. There used to be another one. What kind of tooth is it, if I it's may like, ask? I, is it a big tooth? It's like a like a fang. I think okay. it would be the better word okay. for it. You know what? It might not even be a real fang, but it's in the shape of a fang. Oh. It's not like a human tooth. I feel like I misrepresented myself. <laughs> it's definitely some sort of animal tooth. Okay. Um, but just from the initial meeting, I was like, we vibe, you know? We totally vibe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We that. totally thought you were so cool, too. Thanks. I don't remember the tooth. Uh, <laughs> I do. My hair, like, hid the tooth. Okay. <laughs> totally caught sight of the teeth. Yeah, and then from there on, I just started doing music coverage, started going out and doing, like, zine on the scene style oh, yeah. you things. Came on, you came on when we were super website-focused, mm-hmm. so you got to see... That part yeah. really fleshed out. Which was exciting. It was yeah. really cool. Yeah, it had always been my dream to yeah. build up the music section mm-hmm. because the other sections were super fleshed out. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. And they still are. Yeah, and they still are. And I just knew that I wasn't going to be the one to do it. Right. I knew that it needed its own person. Yeah, I wasn't going to be me either. Yeah. <laughs> we're well, waiting for you. Yeah, because you're like the dreamy poet of the team. You are the dreamy poet of the team. Rose is the dreamy poet of the team. I'm asleep right now. Sure, just kidding. (laughs) Yeah, anytime we're going through like a submission process and we're in burnout mode, we just have Rose read the piece out loud to us because she's dreamy Rose. Yeah. You can hear it in her sweet voice. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) I I was thinking that right before you, prior to your arrival, we were also, um, doing a lot of live readings and shows because we, Talene and I, decided that we were going to focus on our site, but also on live events. Oh, yeah. So we, for a bit, were doing, uh, well, we created Vox and Voices, which is like our signature dum-dum zine event, because we like to complement what we do in print and what we do online with live um, performance. And community, community, community yeah. things. Yeah. And so we were doing Vox and Voices every month. Every month. For like six months. Once eight, every eight month. Months. Eight, eight months. Eight months. <laughs> eight months. Every time you guys talk about that period of time, it's like such a like a mythical period of time where you're like, we did an event once a month. <laughs> and I just think about all of the prep work that goes into the events that we do now. And I'm like, once a month. 
so fun. Yeah. It, I can't imagine. I mean, you guys really turned it out within it a month. It was so much fun. And it was just us two on staff because a lot of our staffers moved to New York. And so we were the ones holding it down in LA. And we were like, we're still going to do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're going to go for yeah. it. And then we culminated in an Echo Park Rising event with seven bands and seven readers, whereas our Vox and Voices events are usually, it's like three readers and who are the voices. And then the Vox is... A musical performer, but we just needed to do seven of each. That's so many. It was <laughs> wicked. Yeah, like it was so much fun, and and you know, also with with all live events, it's just a, like a lot of moving parts. But I think at the end of it, we're always so satisfied and so happy with what we like what we've just done. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's how we meet the cool people we of work course, with right. for the most part. You know, it's like how we share what we're making out into the world. It feels like an extension of our issues or something, you know? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. And then having like all the readers share what they've been doing or uh, we've had people who've like never, you know, read before yeah. in front of an audience. That's actually one of our rules. Like one of our readers has to be someone who's brand new, who's either never read before or hasn't had the opportunity to read much before. Yeah, we definitely want. We usually that. like pull someone who's submitted before, we published before, and then a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or a local, a local author we've been wanting to work with. Right. Yeah. So if you've never read at a reading before, <laughs> come find us. us. Up. Definitely <laughs> come to our events and say hi because we want to support new voices. Mm-hmm. This That's is your show. We're here for. That's why we started. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Well, and then that kind of brings us to like. I mean, I joined on in what was that? 2016. Is that? Yes. Was? That was the Echo Park Rising Year. We met you like a week after that event. Right. Yeah. 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 Coming off the tail end of that event. Yeah. <laughs> and not wanting to do an event for a little bit, but then we did an event. So speaking of events, are there any shows that you guys have seen lately that were really great? Or are there any shows coming up that you guys are really stoked on? I have not been to any shows recently, but there is a show coming up in May. It's Jenny Lewis um, promoting her at the Palladium. Wow. Promoting her new album that has not been released just yet. Yeah, but but she posted a photo teaser, which was of her chest. Yeah. I was like... Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. In like an incredible blue jumpsuit, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, which is I think the gonna be the cover of the record. That's and incredible. That's how you do rock and roll in yeah. two thousand nineteen, girl. Yeah. I'm here for it. Yeah. yeah. And her new song that she released in conjunction with that photo is called Red Bull and Hennessy. It's so good. Really? Um so I, mean, I Am I shocked? No. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm ready for that. But do you all know of something I can go to in the meantime? Because it may is far away. Yeah, I just got tickets to Spiritualized a couple of months ago at the Troubadour, mm-hmm. March 31st, 30th. And then um, I'm one of those lucky few who got the Kitty Kill tickets. Dang. I know. And I can't even take the credit for it. Um, my friends, uh, Sky and Melissa. Well, you know Sky and Melissa. They're dum dum bean veterans. Mm-hmm. Um, they were just sitting 
waiting for to pounce on the tickets like an hour before and then they just got lucky so nice yeah you're going to bikini kill too, i am right, going Julia? to bikini kill too this year actually there's a bunch of stuff that's going on that i'm excited about um i'm gonna go see massive attack at the end of march wow at also the palladium i think right. which will be very exciting because um elizabeth frazier is gonna <gasps> be there I'm the Cocteau twin. Wow. So she's going to sing Teardrop, and there will be teardrops all over my face. Yes, there will. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love Massive Attack. And then I think also I'm going to try to go see Lady Tron. Nice. Um, that's like the end of February, beginning of March. So you're going to the February 28th show, right? Yes. I did buy tickets to the March 1st show, but I am going to sell them because there's something else going on on March 1st. Oh, yeah? That I am oh, yeah? going to choose to go to. Over Lady Tron. Oh yeah, what is that? That would be. <laughs> We're really excited. Uh, we have a show coming up: it's the Return of Dum Dum Zine, March first at the Smell. Oh yeah. The Sell smell. your Lady Tron tickets. Smell you there. <laughs> We're really excited to announce this because um, it's our yeah. first event of 2019. Aww. This is a busy, exciting year, and we have a killer lineup. It is stacked. Tallinn, do you want to tell us who's playing? Oh my. Goodness, yeah. So it's going to be Spare Parts for Broken Hearts, Slugs, Nightgown, who I share a guitarist with. Hi, Royce. Hi, Royce. And um, he's pulling double duty that night because my band's playing that night, too. And Nightgown's actually going to come on stage for a surprise. So come out, hang out. Susie True. Oh, yeah. And Susie True's going to be playing as well. And uh, Wasi's gonna be DJing. You're gonna be Julia's DJing. Julia, <laughs> and then uh, our friend Allison Wolf will be DJing as well. Who we're so stoked to have uh, do an event with us for the first time. Mm -hmm. And we're gonna have readers too, right? Oh yeah, TBD. Yes. Mm -hmm. Oh wait, not TBD, TBA. TBA. I guess to be announced. We've already deed it. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just have to wait for us. To yeah, March first. Yeah, Don't forget. <laughs> Yeah, so in true Dum Dum fashion, we always um, we always have to have um, you know some readers there sharing literary work, and then you get to have a party afterwards with cool bands, um, dance some cool tunes. Um, so it's going to be a really really great night. All you need to know about submitting for issue six is going to be there at the event, and you get to come and like talk to the editors and hang out with us and party with us and. Just kind of learn how to be part of our community and get involved and like, you know, you can even ask us about the submission process for the issue. It's going to be called Rest and Resist. I don't know if I even mentioned <laughs> at the beginning of talking about the show. We have a new issue yeah. in the works. Well, we were just waiting to drop that final drop. <laughs> we were going to get you all good and excited about the actual event and then let you know that the event is to celebrate slash kick off issue number six. Oh, I love that. Kick off. Kick it off. Kick it off. Oh, yeah. Got a new issue in the works. We're really excited. We did some work today in our editor's meeting uh, surrounding it. Yeah. Feeling really inspired. Dude, oh my god, we had so many post-its. It was incredible. <laughs> I, I just know, wanna like fill all now. the deets like right now. Don't no. not yet. No. <laughs> Is there anything that we I like... have too many secrets this weekend? So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have to tell some of them. <laughs> Is there anything that we can say about the issue besides 
we love it already. <laughs> right. Um, there's a lot of post-its. We're doing the show to support it. Also really important, Pauline, what you said about submissions. Yeah. Um, Rose, is there anything that you want to add about, like, this issue? What's exciting to you about it? Yeah, like, it? why are we going back into print? Yeah. Tell us. We're going back into print because print is necessary. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because print is not dead. Um, we... <laughs> thanks, thanks, ladies. Unfollow me now. You can't handle these snaps. Can't handle all the snaps. We obviously um, we're a zine first and foremost, so we will always um, try to amplify, you know, um, the voices of our community um, in a literary dumb way what better way now to with the start of a new year to you know put out a new issue um and give our community an opportunity to submit um and to be in in fucking print like mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah. yeah yeah also you run our submissions now and like honestly like rose gave me a call before the new year and was like hey we are still getting a submission almost every day and so that perked our ears. We know you guys care. We know you guys want to stay involved. And that's really encouraging for us, especially since the last two years were not fun for mm-hmm. anyone. The last two years were awful. And it feels like the right time to go back into print. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So if there's something you've been wanting to say, or, you know, write or put out there, please send it our way. Yeah, get fired up with us. Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah, this is your shot. We want to see ourselves and, you know, our community reflected in print in like an authentic and real way. Um, And so we think that a print issue is the best way to do that. It's the best vehicle for um, that kind of expression, especially since, yeah, like you said, the last two years have been just emotionally, psychologically, and physically taxing for a lot of us. And, um, yeah, I, I think it's, it's important to, you know, offer those outlets for people. And so we're excited. We're excited. Most definitely. We wish you could have seen our ritual earlier, (laughs) (laughs) but you'll see it eventually. Well, if you want a good ritual, you got to check out Julia's uh, tarot playlist. On what? The oh, so good. So Queen of Swords. Yeah. yeah. We've been really stoked on the Queen of Swords. At the beginning of the year, Tallinn chose the Queen of Swords is like the tarot card that's like driving us, inspiring us, guiding us. We have a busy year. We've got a ton of shit going on. We're busy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. I'm busy. Um, but we mean it. Like that's not. We're not. busy with us. Yes. Yes. <gasps> I really am so like I'm always like you said I going through the submissions and and just seeing what everyone sends and and just how talented everyone is I'm just always really astonished like I I love reading the work that everyone sends us Mm -hmm. um I'm just I'm always so not even surprised because I know people are so talented and gifted but I'm just like wow shit is good and so I'm really excited to go through our submissions in preparation for the print issue. And I think that's what I'm super, super pumped about, in addition to all the awesome things we're doing. So, Listeners, you should comment and let us know what you want us to talk more about. Because I just 
realize it would be incredible to have an episode just hearing about Rose's submission process. Like what <gasps> your thinking process is like when you're going through going through a submission. Yeah. So let us know if there's other stuff you want to hear your dumb editors talk about. Like we want to tell you more about how to get involved. So don't be shy. Just let us know. Reach out. We're here. Yeah. Remember, if you're ever feeling shy, remember that I followed Talene to Mulholland Drive to just watch her <laughs> band play and, and submit something to the zine. So Aww. also, didn't you read for the first time with Dum Dum Zine? Yeah, like outside of college. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> didn't you like go on stage at one of our events and that was oh yeah for your piece? For that's, one of your pieces. That's right. And I remember being like, dude, you're fine. You're going to be an editor someday. Like, it's around the corner. Like, don't be shy. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember what you read? It wasn't actually, yeah, it wasn't actually one of my pieces. It was a, it was a piece from issue three. Mm-hmm. Um, I was, I was the trailer girl or the trailer park <laughs> girl or something. That and it was, was Kristen Felicetti's yes. uh, script. She's a zine sister from New York. She runs the Bushwick Review in New York. I just saw her last week. I'm going to see her next week when I go to New York. Hi, Kristen. I regularly think of that photo that you posted a while ago of, it was like the two, not angels, but like forest nymphs, like on a computer. Oh yeah, yes. Oh, <laughs> like, yes. This is our editors' meeting. I was like, "That's honest to God." <laughs> what we what do? Like, yeah, we, like right in angels. We're like, "Where's the pizza? Where are the burgers?" Julia, click click. Is it time for our next segment? It is time for our next segment. Media picks. Yeah, we want to talk to you guys about what we've been reading, listening to, watching. Generally, the media that we're consuming. Yeah. What are we into these days, you guys? Rose, what are we into? So I was telling Julia earlier that I am obsessed with the favorite, the movie, starring Rachel Weisz, my um, my love. <laughs> and I, I actually won tickets to see the premiere of this film, um, and I have seen it again. And uh, it's a movie about Queen Anne and her two ladies in waiting. I just think it's a really awesome movie. Um, the acting is fantastic. Um, it's super hilarious. Um, and I just, I get really excited about Oscar-worthy movies. So I'm pretty pumped for that. I also watched Roma on Netflix, also an, an, another amazing movie. Mm-hmm. So I'm just like really consuming film right now. Um, with beautiful women on the screen. <laughs> that's like a, it's a good criteria. <laughs> of course. Uh, um, or like a bonus. A bonus. bonus criteria. I've been really into Holy Wars. Do you guys listen to Holy Wars? Yes. I love Holy Wars. Their song Born Dark is the uh, opening track on the playlist that I made for Dum Dum Zine that oh, came out yes. recently. <laughs> yes. It's called Queen of Swords. You can find it on our Spotify and on our website. Um, we were talking earlier about books that we're reading. I read like five books at a time. Oh yeah, yeah, it's we all do. Bad habit. It's amazing. I tend to like vacillate between like sometimes I'll want poetry, so I like go to that, and then I'll want some nonfiction, and then I'll want like a, a hearty novel, and then I'll yes. want like like an artist's bio. 
I am. You gotta have them in rotation. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the rule. The rule of five. That's why it's there. (laughs) It's like a stack on my bedside table where I have like. Oh, same. Still working. Never ending. list yes yeah but um i'm reading the 33 and one third book about dig me out by slater kinney and it's really interesting so far it's really well done i love the 33 and a third series trying to think of other like like movies and stuff that i've watched oh my god i really don't see movies could you please oh Oh, yeah i've been wanting to know i'm watching a tv show that's actually canadian tv show it's uh on netflix it's called Lost Girl. Ooh. It's like a Canadian queer Buffy. Oh. Except the star, the lead of the show, is a bisexual succubus. What? And it's actually incredible. How have I not even heard of she this? She needs to have lots and lots and lots of sex to survive. <laughs> and nobody on the show slut shames her once. Oh. It's so sex positive. It's so queer positive. And it's mm-hmm. excellent. Excellent, excellent show. Um, and so that's what I'm, that's the show I'm watching right now. And in terms of what I'm reading, I'm the same as you. I have that circle of five just rotating. I just got, uh, Mary Oliver, RIP. I got a book of her poetry called Dog Songs. It's poems about dogs. Like, how can you go wrong? It's amazing. I just got David Lynch's book, Catching the Big Fish, his, his meditation book. That book is so good. I'm excited. It's I'm so excited really to good. start reading it. Yeah. And um, I've been collecting tapes for the last few months because I realized I was walking by the same cassette tapes again and again. And I was like, why am I not buying more tapes? This makes no sense. I want to support my fellow bands. And so I just got a tape from awesome band in New York called Buffalo Sex Change. I just got a tape from Hot MT called Six Winters of Enya, which is literally six winters of them covering Enya songs. I just got a tape from Red Cross because they played at the standard New Year's Eve and I went to the show. So I'm really proud of my tape collection, guys. It's it's growing. Mm -hmm. Oh, and then when when I got the Hot MT tape they sent me a zine so i was like yes and hot mt has played dum dum zine shows before so it was was really nice to see a band zine um and then yeah aside from that i'm a bisexual succubus show i'm i've got my hands full these days sounds like it (laughs) awesome i have been like you've all said Mm -hmm. um reading a bunch of different things at once um and I just got a book called Don't Call Us Dead by Dane Smith. It's a poetry book. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really excited to get into it. Um, I've only read like a few of the first poems, um, but I'm really excited and possibly, I don't know, write about it for Dum Dum Zine at one point. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really, I, just, I get really worked up about poetry because I just love it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, if anyone has like any any suggestions for for poetry books um comment send them yeah comment send them my way that's a big thing too we do want to hear from our listeners we want to hear from you guys what you like what you don't like what you're into uh what you want to hear more of yeah and tell us what your favorite segment was 
we do want to talk about more stuff um, relating to our creative process. We want to tell you, like we were talking about earlier, about Rose's submission uh, process, how you go through all that stuff. Um, and then we also use like all sorts of materials for these issues. So if right. you guys want to know about how one makes a, an issue in a box mm -hmm. or anything at all really about yeah. zines or publishing, just uh, let us know. Yeah. Even though we are new to the podcasting sphere, we do know a thing or two about creativity, about zines, about publishing, about working as a creative team, about creating community around a zine. Um, and so if you have creative questions that you want answering, we're here for you. Um, and we would love to hear about them. Lilu, do you have anything to add before we sign off? She loves eating tarot cards. That's her thing Whoa. this year. Wait, I forgot um, which one she sunk her little teeths into. She ate the six of swords, which apparently is about like old negative beliefs and patterns like leaving, leaving them behind and so she was like yeah we're leaving them behind we're tearing them apart she had my bag new year new lilu mm -hmm. so good she's like i'll eat those old beliefs oh so good well thanks lilu for all your <laughs> letting us let go of the things that aren't serving us anymore seriously you will see lilu you can catch lilu in an upcoming Brad announcement we're mm -hmm. gonna drop. I can't tell you about it because they're both staring at me. Like tell me don't, don't, don't. <laughs> we all um, wanna spill. Yeah. But we're gonna keep it to ourselves for now. Yeah. But just, just for now. Just for now. <laughs> I hate secrets. Can you tell? <laughs> we'll let you know. Just come party with us March first. We'll let you know. Yeah. We're looking forward. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing everyone there. Definitely. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.